You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as Dr. David Klingler walks us through God's Word and teaches the Bible. Each episode has a study guide available in the show notes. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Tim Webb. I'm here with David Klingler for our Teach Me the Bible podcast. And uh, last time we uh, just remembered, you reminded us of 16, chapter 16, what the Lord is doing with his disciples, moved into chapter 17. Uh, Those three of his disciples saw him in his glorified state. They're on the Mount of Transfiguration. But uh, David, you began preparing us as we move into this next part of the story where Jesus is completing the picture, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, as I recall, this uh, Lord saying, you've got part of it, Peter, this confession. That's right. But now he's going to bring even more clarity, the suffering servant, the stumbling blocks. So uh, let's uh, jump right back into this and what he's doing. Yeah, here. so so we're, we pick it up with this question that begins in chapter 18. At that time, Jesus, uh, you know, the disciples came to Jesus and they asked him a question. Interesting that they even ask the question: Who who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Yeah, right, right. Hey, who gets to be greatest? This this is <laughs> occupying their whole uh, you know kind of their whole existence. I, I want to be a big shooter in the kingdom. Yeah. It's just the it's such the wrong a uh, wrong approach. But uh, uh, but anyway, and he called a child to himself and he set him before him. He said, "Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become like a child, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven." Whoever then humbles himself uh, as this child, he is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. He said quite a bit there. Mm -hmm. So um, you have to humble yourself, right? Um, This goes back to the Sermon on the Mount. The the problem that we tend to get in all of our gospels, you know, the four gospels, Matthew, Mm -hmm. Mark, Luke, John, is we kind of do this Jesus stories reading rather than reading the story of Matthew and reading the story of Mark and reading the story of mm-hmm. Luke and Acts and reading the story of John, we kind of mix it all together. And then we kind of got this Jesus blob theology with mm-hmm. stories. Oh, yeah, this is the one where Jesus raises the dead guy or Jesus walks on the water or Jesus he, you know, feeds the 4,000. or feed, uh, But they're not connected. Even in my mind, they're not connected as tightly as I'd like for them to be in the this is – Matthew's story. This mm-hmm. is John's story. In Matthew's story, um, as in every you know story, you watch a movie. There's one set of bad guys. The bad guys mm-hmm. are the Pharisees, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the Pharisees are teaching things. And Jesus is contrasting what the Pharisees are teaching with what he's teaching, right? And mm-hmm. so this goes back to the Sermon on the Mount. We, you know, this has been you know quite a while ago since we talked about mm-hmm. this, but uh, but you'll recall uh, that there are those who are hungering and thirsting for righteousness. Mm-hmm. They'll be satisfied that uh, uh, that um, the Pharisees think they have righteousness. Unless your uh, righteousness far exceeds the uh, Pharisees and the scribes, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. This is back in chapter chapter 5, verse 40. The Pharisees think they have righteousness, mm-hmm. and they think they can attain righteousness through law. Uh, not only did the, did the law make, the, in their view, uh, declare them righteous, they were children of God, but then they kept the law, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is where they're... Verse 20. Uh, yeah. Uh, the problem is 
so they're teaching the law, but they're teaching the law incorrectly. They're they're mm-hmm. uh, they're teaching that uh, you, you you know if you do it like we do it, then you're righteous and you're justified before God. And and Jesus is going to remind him, no, no, you've heard that the ancients were told you shall not commit murder. This is what the Pharisees were teaching uh, that you're not supposed to commit murder. Mm-hmm. That's not the law. You know, and this is going to tie right into chapter chapter eighteen. The standard is not killing your brother or killing someone. The standard is loving your brother, yeah. right? Um, and so there's all of these places in the law where where you are required to love your brother, mm-hmm. to look out for him. Uh, mm-hmm. We were talking this morning in Bible study about <laughs> right. the, the example of you know if you know if you see your your neighbor's ox or donkey and it's it's loose, you're not allowed to ignore it. Uh, even if it's the Sabbath, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, we've got these choices here. Well, it's yeah. the Sabbath, so sorry, I can't help you. We're kind of looking for that moment when I don't have to love my brother. Do right. you mean I still have to do that? Yeah. 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 Okay. You know, if, okay. if you're, if you're sitting there, you know, in your, on your couch, on your Sunday afternoon nap after you've given the Gotta sermon. Kind of get up and go, really? <laughs> and you're, you're interrupting you know, you, my nap. Yeah, we've got, uh, you know, we've got one of your oh, neighbors gosh, just as, yes. you know, just a, you know, this great guy is out there. Mm-hmm. Every time a guy go by, he's, he's taking care of your yard and I looking know. at you and all this stuff. And, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and in some ways, I think the world models uh, what, what we should be doing yeah, better yes. sometimes than we do. But, yes. but you're not allowed to not care. Mm-hmm. Right, so the standard is not do you kill. The standard is are you loving your brother, right? And so if you're hating your brother from your heart, <coughs> excuse me, if you're hating your brother from your heart, we have a problem. Mm-hmm. That's the law. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so the law just condemned that old Pharisee, right? Mm-hmm. And so if your eye causes you to stumble, you know, it's not your, you know, you see your brother's stuff and you're lusting after it in your heart. Lust is a heart problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you see your your neighbor, and you see your neighbor's house and family and kids and wife and possessions. Not only are you to look out for them, but you rejoice because uh, that that you know these are the things that the, the Lord has granted yeah. to your brother, right? Yes. Uh, and so, so you're looking out for him. The problem is that's not the Pharisees' theology. That's not mm-hmm. what the Pharisees do. And so uh, we've already learned back here, this is in uh, uh, the parables in chapter 13, that mm-hmm. during this this time, in between Christ's death, burial, resurrection, that the disciples are learning more and more about, uh, there's going to be these two groups that are going to grow up together, the wheat and the tares. And the, the tares, the Pharisees, they're going to be teaching falsehood, and they're going to be teaching mm-hmm. law-keeping, and, and they're going to cause people to stumble. But woe to those who call, you know, these mm-hmm. stumbling blocks. Mm-hmm. This is back in chapter 13, verse mm-hmm. verse 41. So we're going to walk right into these this same teaching. Right? So could we say that in at the beginning of the chapter, the, the very question, who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven, they uh, more or less they've been trained by the Pharisees, or the Pharisees have been modeling this, so this is in their nature it is. to want to be great. So, it is. So it's kind of a natural yeah. question. Yeah. And the answer is going to be uh, the one who Good looks out for, out for, cares for, mm-hmm. loves, forgives mm-hmm. his brother. Mm-hmm. Because, see, you've been given mercy. You recognize that that you got nothing. You stand mm-hmm. before the Lord with nothing except condemned. Mm-hmm. And so you've been given mercy. And so the logical question is, then is, well, wait a second, Lord. Uh, how often do I have to give this mercy? How often do I have to forgive? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, well, how many times have you been forgiven? Yeah. Right? Uh, don't be a hypocrite. Uh, don't don't be like the Pharisees, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, 
you know, if you've been uh, forgiven and then you go and not forgive someone else, that's a problem. Right, and so that's going to be the answer right. with, the, with the story that. Uh, uh, now we I just had to say this is a very humbling passage. Oh gosh, it's, it so is very. None of us are going to escape. No, no, no. no, no this, yeah. this part. Yeah, if you're not getting beaten up by this, <laughs> you are self deceived. Yeah, that's that's yeah. exactly right. Okay. So, so, so you have to become like a like a child uh, to enter the kingdom of heaven. This is going back to the Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. Whoever humbles himself, the, the one who hungers and thirsts for righteousness, recognizing that you don't have it, uh, but it but it's in the person of Christ. Mm-hmm. This one is the greatest in the kingdom. Whoever receives one such a child, so uh, now this one who's received this uh, this mercy, this this uh, uh, understanding, uh, and uh, has humbled himself. Now they're going to go out, and so if you receive that one, you receive receive mm-hmm. me. This is mm-hmm. the disciples. The disciples need to be the one that has humbled himself and has gone out. And here's the warning. And this is the warning for mm-hmm. the church. And this is this is what Jesus' concern is. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me, who have gotten their righteousness imputed through me, to stumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would stumbling look like? Well, it'd go back to self righteousness, law keeping. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm righteous because I do this, 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 and this. No, it's it's uh, you have been given mercy, and so you give it. Don't mm-hmm. ever forget mm-hmm. that. Right. Mm-hmm. It is better for him to have a heavy millstone hung around his neck uh, and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of the stumbling blocks. It is inevitable that stumbling blocks should come, but woe to the man through whom the stumbling block comes. And if your hand or your foot causes you to stumble, right back to the Sermon on the Mount, Mm -hmm. cut it off and throw it from you. It's better to enter into life crippled or lame and having two hands and two feet uh, and being cast into the eternal fire. If your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out, throw uh, throw it from you. It is better to enter into life with one eye than having two eyes and be cast into the fiery hell. See that you do not despise the one any of these little ones, for I say to you that their angels in heaven continually behold the face of my Father who is in heaven. And then uh, verse uh, 11 is another one of those verses we talked about last mm-hmm. time. It's one of those Americans. verses that's probably not there, but mm-hmm. uh, but either way, the, it makes the, the point. The Son of Man has come to save that which is lost. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and and one of them has gone astray. And, and so this is a familiar story. This is a story that uh, we uh, hear in Luke chapter 15, mm-hmm. you know, the man with a hundred sheep. Mm-hmm. But Jesus is telling this story for a very, very different reason, that in this story, the this uh, one has gone astray. And how they've gone astray is, they, is they've left following the Lord and following this mercy, and they've gone back to law keeping. And what okay. you do is you go back over there and you get them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, you leave the 99 and you go search for the one, uh, <clears throat> 99 on the mountains. That's an interesting, uh, uh, there, uh, the 99 on the mountains and you go search for the one that is straying. Uh, and if it turns out, uh, that he finds him truly, I say to you, he rejoices over it more than the 99, which have gone astray. Thus it will, uh, uh will not the will of the father who is in heaven, uh, towards those little ones uh, who perish. In other words, thus it is not the will of the Father for any of the uh, for any of these little ones to perish. These are the little ones who believed and then gone and been led astray. You're going to see this in uh, the book of James, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That these are believers, but they're being enticed back to uh, holding their faith with an attitude of personal favoritism. The the Pharisees' teaching is cre- creeping back in. Mm-hmm. Their self righteousness mm-hmm. is creeping back mm-hmm. in. Uh, we were talking about this this morning that uh, that Paul uh, is going to have to confront Peter mm-hmm. for this very thing, right? And and uh, Paul's going to at the end of the book of Galatians, 
remind all these believers, look, if you see your brother sinning, if you see your brother doing this, go over there and and confront him, mm-hmm. uh, lest you too be led astray by mm-hmm. this teaching. Because it's very easy to do where we think, well, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm righteous because of what I do, because of mm-hmm. who I am, because, you know, I'm a seminary professor, because I, I'm a deacon at the church, or mm-hmm. I go to church this number of times. We, we come up with these lists of things that, that are just mm-hmm. destructive. And then we're not only judging ourselves incorrectly, Mm-hmm. And and uh, saying, hey, we're we're big shooters, you know. We, we're, yeah, but Paul we're also in so yeah. doing, uh, we're judging the the poor man, the less fortunate, and we say, well, they must mm-hmm. have done something, right? They deserve it. Mm-hmm. I'm sh- they, well, you're not getting what you're deserving, right? Mm-hmm. And thankful you're not getting what you're deserving. Uh, and so this whole answer: who's greatest in the kingdom? Uh, the one who never forgets their mercy that they've been given mercy and how much mercy mm-hmm. right so if your uh if your brother sins go and reprove him in private this comes right out of the old testament mm-hmm. this is a uh, you know if he listens to you you've won back your brother in the law whenever you see your brother sinning you go you confront him uh, because the goal is always to get them to return to the lord repent, repent. return away repent. from their repent. sin repent. return yeah. to the lord if he doesn't listen to you uh then by the mouth of uh uh, you know, two or three witnesses. Mm-hmm. The fact is to be concer- uh, confirmed. Uh, if he refuses to listen to them, the whole assembly, bring it to the whole assembly, the whole church, the whole ecclesia. If he refuses to listen to even the church, uh, then let him go out from you as a Gentile and tax gatherer. Mm-hmm. Right? Truly I say to you that whatever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever loosed on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And again, in other words, these disciples uh, that are carrying this message they carry the very words of life, and, mm-hmm. and we tend to miss this, right? Mm-hmm. That that um, if they were to not proclaim the gospel, if they were not to proclaim the words of Christ, who comes to faith, mm-hmm. right? Uh, amazing authority was given to them, and I say to you that if two of you agree on earth about anything uh, that uh, they ask, it shall be done for them uh, by my Father who is in heaven. For where two or three have gathered, I am in the midst." Um, uh, there I am in their midst. Uh, two or three are gathered in my name. I am there in their midst. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'll often hear people say, "Well, this is a this is a verse about prayer or something like that." Mm-hmm. No, it's a verse about actually the, the tightest context here is uh, the Jewish believer sees his fellow Jewish believer who has humbled himself like a child and realized that righteousness does not come through. Anything I have, but through Christ giving it to me, and they leave that and they go back to law keeping. They're they're heading back towards the stumbling block. They're heading mm-hmm. back towards the Pharisees' teaching mm-hmm. of self righteousness, and they're starting to judge their brother. And you run to them. You say, "Look, what are you doing? Do not forget how we got this righteousness. How it's mm-hmm. it's it is not through our own works." And uh, and so if if one of them. You know, if if they turn you away, you go for two or three, and you because the goal is always reconcile the brother. And mm-hmm. so Peter is going to ask the logical question: How often do I I forgive my brothers, uh, brother uh, sin against me? How how many times do I forgive him? What seven? And Jesus said, uh, "I do not say to you up to seven times, but seventy times seven. This is an interesting one to me because the seven, uh, the judgment of seven or sevenfold judgment." Mm-hmm comes from uh, from Cain the story of Cain in chapter 4 mm-hmm. of uh, Genesis mm-hmm. and the 70 times 7 is 
is Lamech a little later in that uh, that chapter. How many? How long suffering? How how often does God forgive us? How again and again and again? Mm-hmm. And see if he he's forgiven you over and over and over and over. Then how many times do you forgive the brother who sins against you, who offends you, who wrongs you, who does whatever? Mm-hmm. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a certain king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. And he began uh, to, to settle them, and one was brought before him who owed 10,000 talents. I mean, this is like uh, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll never, mm-hmm. ever, um, you know, um, you don't have that kind of money. No one has that <laughs> yeah. kind of money, right? Yeah, right? This is so far beyond, I mean, you know. Uh, unless you can't you, comprehend this yeah. amount. Well, mm-hmm. in, unless you can, uh, uh, you know, buy Twitter. This yeah. isn't you. Okay. 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 <laughs> I mean, now everyone listening yeah, understands. So, so <laughs> yeah, if you right. can buy Twitter, then you got enough. Okay. Maybe. Right? Maybe. You don't. Mm-hmm. Another point is nobody has this kind of uh, mm-hmm. this kind of money. Mm-hmm. Nobody has ten thousand talents. Um, but since uh, you did not have the means to repay, uh, his lord commanded him to be sold along with his wife and his children, all he had, uh, and repayment be made. And the slave therefore came and fell down and and uh, you know just humbled himself. Mm-hmm. Before uh, his master, before the uh, this uh, this great uh, king, and uh, and uh, he said, "Be patient with me, and I'll repay you everything." And the Lord of that slave felt compassion. This comes out of Deuteronomy chapter thirty. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when you're in this land where the Lord your God has banished you, you call these things in mind: the blessing and the curse. Mm-hmm. You recognize you're a sinner, Israel, and you return to the Lord. And he has compassion upon you, and he restores you. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he will release you from uh, from your your sins, from your debt. Uh, he felt compassion. He released him. He forgave him of his debt. And then the slave turns around and goes to all the people who owe him and start to say, "Hey, give me yeah. what you know." Whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you doing? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that slave went out and found one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii. It's a uh, it's about a hundred days wage. It's, mm-hmm. it's you could repay that. Mm-hmm. And he seized him, and he choked him, and he said, "Pay back what you owe." So his fellow slave fell down and began to entreat. Same thing: to be patient with me, and I'll mm-hmm. repay you. Yeah. Much less. Same right? response. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he was unwilling. Now, <clears throat> this is you know how you know it's easy for us to read this and go, "How dare this guy do this?" <laughs> you're missing the point. Yes, <laughs> you're missing the point. <laughs> I think you're missing it. Yes. Uh, how often have You've been forgiven by the Lord. How haven't all of us, you know, said, uh, you know, first of all, you're thinking, I, I can't believe I'm doing this, whatever this is again. Surely the Lord can never forgive me for that. And of course he does, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you're humbled before the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then it's not, you know, later that day, you're over there exacting justice and judgment. And mm-hmm. I was wronged and I deserve and, mm-hmm. you know, I ordered this cheeseburger with, you know, yeah, we see ketchup instead we of do it pickles. And <laughs> we do it all the time. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. yeah. Right. <laughs> You're about to choke the water burger yeah. person because yeah. of ketchup instead of pickles yeah. or whatever yeah. it is, and the Lord's forgiven you all this stuff. <laughs> I've waited in the drive-thru all this time, and they can't get it right. <laughs> they never get, <laughs> they never it, get right, it right. I've got to get out of my vehicle and go in and make it right. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it's like that you've been wronged yes. for the, you know. Yes. You know and, and, and so it's in all of us to, to, to do this, and this is, mm-hmm. you know, th- this is exactly what happens to us. Is, and so he's not willing to uh, to judge. And so so then summoning him, the, you know, the so the the 
well, the fellow slaves saw this. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. The fellow slaves. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, uh, excuse me, w- what are you doing? Right. Yeah. Right. You have been forgiven greatly. What are you doing? And they were deeply grieved. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> there's so many parts here. There's the there's the man who's acting unjustly, the um the slave that he's, you know, you know, he's going after, mm-hmm. right? He, who's mm-hmm. saying for you. Now, so that that slave that he's going after unjustly, that slave needs to forgive him for doing this because he just uh, mm-hmm. but then these others who are witnessing this, they're greatly grieved that we should be grieved by what grieves God. There's just so much here that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's, that, that ought to connect to us. And they came and reported to the Lord what had happened. And summoning him, his Lord said to him, you wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you entreated me. You, you pleaded with me. You cried, cried out, out to for me. mercy. Yeah. Yeah. Should you not have had mercy on the fellow slave, even as I had mercy on you? And his Lord moved with anger handed him over to the torturers until he should repay all that was owed. So shall my heavenly Father also do to you if each one does not forgive his brother from his heart, from your hearts. Man, that's strong. Merciless will be judgment on those who show no mercy. Right? Mm. We cannot emphasize this enough, right, that we are to forgive one another. So, so that, what does that say for those of us who say, I do not have the gift of mercy? Yeah, well— you need to get it <laughs> real quick. Yeah, uh, real quick. and and when yeah. you say that, because I say it all the time, right? I don't have the gift of mercy. Um, I'm reminded of it all the time. Yeah, right. Um, but I, I, I like you know, it's like Jonah. I like it when it comes my way. I just don't want to have to give it. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes you hypocrite, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so you need to be dealing with that one pretty regularly. You need to look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Right? This is James. You know, you, you look in the mirror and you recognize that you need this mercy and then you go off and you forget the, the person mm-hmm. that was looking back to you in the mirror. This is examples all throughout uh, Scripture. And we got to hold one another accountable mm-hmm. for it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is how God loves. God loves because he forgives, he's compassionate, he's slow to anger, he abounds in loving kindness. Uh, and, and so <clears throat> because the world ought to see the church doing this towards one another, they ought to say, wait a second, what's going on over there? These mm-hmm. people... They don't treat one another like we right. treat each other. Right. They they're not reciprocal. They keep forgiving people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, they care for one another. They love one another. They forgive. You know, it's like those. Remember when we were kids, little two little chipmunks in the cartoons, right? You know, after you, no, <laughs> yeah. no, after you, no, yeah, after right. you, no, no, after you. And one, and you know, one's just trying. One can't out nice the other one, right? But but the motivation was because uh-huh. the Lord had been so merciful towards mm-hmm. them that they just feel compelled that they've got mm-hmm. to show it. And they've got to show mm-hmm. it to everyone. I wish that that was the church, um, and I wish that was me. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is what Jesus is. Uh, you want to be great in the kingdom? You represent the character of God. And what is that character of God? It's mercy. Well, I like it when we've walked through the epistles, Paul's epistles, and he talks about the body. He talks about the building. The temp- Peter calls it a temple, yep. the living stones, and the, the, the presence, the Spirit of the Lord. We know Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, but his Spirit is in the mm-hmm. body. This really heightens this sense of needing to demonstrate mercy in the body, his presence, and we are his people. So... To not engage in this yes. is a huge indictment. Uh, yes. And and look, we're all going to do it. We're all going sure, to fail. Sure, we are. Uh, uh, there's, there's no question about that. But mm-hmm. let me read this uh, to you. Uh, this is... Uh, this, is the con- this is the exact context within which mm-hmm. Paul is speaking in Galatians chapter 6. Brethren, 
if any man is caught in any trespass, mm-hmm. right? In Galatians, they're going back mm-hmm. to law keeping. Mm-hmm. You who are spiritual, you who are driven by the Spirit, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, mm-hmm. looking to yourself, lest you too be tempted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in so doing, you're to bear one another's burdens and thus fulfill the law of Christ. Because if anyone thinks he's something when he's nothing, he deceives himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But let each one examine his own work. You, you, mm-hmm. you think that you got a reason for boasting and you know this stumbling block, the teaching of the Pharisees, the law-keeping, self-elevation? You think you have a reason for boasting? Well, let's look in the mirror and let's see mm-hmm. how that goes. Mm-hmm. And Paul's going to say later, far be it for me that I should boast in anything except the cross. Mm-hmm. Right? This is the only reason we have to boast in anything is the cross, mm-hmm. the mercy right. that's been given right. to us, and so we ought to give it. And so it's consistent throughout mm-hmm. all the scriptures. Well, it's a it's a strong reminder. I, uh, David chapter eighteen is uh, it should level the playing field. It should yes. it should level. It should humble. Um, there's only one who's getting elevated mm-hmm. in scripture. Yes, that is the Christ. Yep. So, yep. I, I I pray that everyone who's listening today just would be encouraged in their faith and just mm-hmm. coming to that place of humility. We've cried out for mercy. And and the the magnitude of this crying out is it that he has been faithful to forgive and continues. So I pray we we just daily try to try to go there. And if you're looking in the mirror today, or you're hearing this, and you're saying, "Look, that I'm failing here. There are people in my life that I have not been merciful to. Mm-hmm. Um, repent, run from that. Yeah, run from that because uh, that's that's not good." No, it's not. Well, thank you for today, and I want to thank everyone who's uh, been joining with us. And again, we just keep moving towards the cross. Absolutely. And that that furthering the understanding. So thank you, David, for today. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. Our desire is to use the power of God's Word to change lives. For more information, download our app. Join us next week for another episode of Teach Me the Bible.